Welcome to Date Speeding, a podcast about the online dating experience, being single, and how to navigate the best way you can. I'm the Reverend Rich Hugh. This episode, I'll be talking about what OkCupid doesn't want you to know about OkCupid. Let us pray. There are many choices of online dating options for you to do online dating. Some of the most popular are Match.com, eHarmony, Tinder, and OkCupid. None of these are sponsors to my show. I think it would be wise for them to sponsor my show. Even though I'm not going to talk about Match.com, eHarmony, or Tinder in this episode, and the things that I say about OkCupid, they might not want to get out. But oh well. Odds are, these dating services have spiders trolling the internet looking for mentions, and they'll get a Google alert saying they've been talked about. Someone will give a cursory glance at what's going on and think, oh gee whiz, that looks helpful. Let's give Rich Hugh tons of money. Here's hoping that happens. In the meantime, what about you? Do you have tons of money? If you do, you can sign up for eHarmony. If you only have one ton of money, you can sign up for Match.com. And if you don't want to spend any money at all, you can get your money's worth by signing up for OkCupid. OkCupid is both a website and an app, like most things. Let's say you visit their website from your mobile phone. Before you go anywhere, an intrusive advertisement is going to pop up asking if you want to install their app. If you install their app, every time you open it, an intrusive advertisement is going to pop up asking if you would like to rate their app. You may think, well, why don't I spend money on Match.com and get rid of these intrusions? Match.com will intrude on you as well. Okay, so let's sign up for OkCupid. Whether you're brand new to OkCupid or if you've had an account for a very long time, here's some things you need to know about OkCupid to get the best out of your dating experiences there. And by that, I mean the best out of sitting at your computer or staring at your phone and not going on dates. The first thing you should know about OkCupid is that OkCupid thinks you're ugly. You may have seen or heard in movies or in television the idea that in the criminal justice system, a person in front of a jury is presumed innocent until proven guilty. With OkCupid, you are presumed ugly until proven attractive. As a result, when you first sign up for OkCupid, you are shown only pictures and profiles of people they deem to be unattractive. As it turns out, there is a universal barometer for people who are attractive and unattractive. This may be based on the picture, but more often than not, it's based on how ugly you are. How do you determine if you're ugly? Well, I'm ugly. See how easy it can be? Scientific studies have shown that people are attracted to people who look like them and or have symmetrical features. That is to say, features on one half of your face line up exactly to the features on the other half of your face. If you want to be tricky, you can go to apps or websites or Photoshop and take one half of your face and simply mirror it over to the other half of your face. Then post that picture somewhere. People will think you look hot. Nonetheless, OkCupid doesn't think you're hot, whether you've done this trick or not, because there's nobody sitting there looking at pictures judging whether you're hot or not. What they are judging is how many times your profile is being viewed. Which seems interesting, because you could be incredibly ugly and get a lot of hits. 
because people want to see just how ugly you are. More often than not, though, that's not the case on OkCupid, because if you visit somebody's profile on OkCupid, they get a notification telling them you visited their profile. And, oftentimes, when someone logs into their profile and sees someone has visited, they think they're attractive and write to them, saying, Hey, I saw you visited my profile. How'd you like to bang boots? People learn quickly that a good way to not get email from people you don't want to be emailed is to not visit an ugly person's profile, and therefore not tempt them to write to you unsolicited. So, to reiterate, until OkCupid determines that you're attractive enough to be shown attractive people in return, OkCupid limits the profiles you get to see to other ugly people. That is to say, when you first sign up, you just see ugly people. Or, if you're not visited by a lot of people, you just see ugly people. You might think I'm using the phrase ugly people too much, but I think it really underlines with a big black pen what OkCupid is doing. Now, to be fair, if you first signed up for OkCupid, while OkCupid is only showing you ugly people, at this point they're not limiting you from being seen by attractive people. In fact, attractive people can see you all the time on OkCupid. That's how OkCupid determines whether you are attractive or ugly. If a lot of ugly people click on your profile, then they think you're attractive. But if a lot of attractive people click on your profile, then they really think you're attractive. So, at the outset, you are being presented to a bunch of ugly people and a bunch of attractive people, but you're only being shown ugly people. If enough ugly people click on you, then you get to be shown attractive people. Let's give that a moment to sink in. If enough ugly people find you attractive, you are no longer considered ugly. You will know the moment you are deemed attractive because OkCupid will send you an email which says, Congratulations! We've been secretly tracking all visits to your profile without your knowledge and have determined that since you statistically get visited a whole lot of times, you are considered an attractive person and now we've unlocked the higher tier of attractive people on OkCupid for you to see. Don't you feel good about yourself now? So, what are we to do, uglies? How do we get more people to visit our profile? and remain looking the exact same way that we are and yet be deemed attractive and therefore be told we're attractive and therefore become attractive and be shown to more attractive people who will assume we're attractive because they've been told they're attractive and believe they're seeing more attractive people in their results. Well, as I've mentioned, when you first sign up for OkCupid, your profile is being shown a lot. But if you don't get enough views in a certain amount of time, they drop you down into Uglyville and ignore you. One of the ways to keep your profile being viewed regularly is to update it regularly. When people log into OkCupid, there's a bit of a news feed, like your Facebook page, describing new activities from people who are on the site. If you add a sentence or change a word to your profile, OkCupid will report, this possibly ugly person has just updated their profile. Someone will see it and read it, or see it and ignore it. Either way, they will see your ugly picture and think, oh, there's that person. The more times your ugly picture is seen, the more likely someone will click on it. If you just fill in a profile at once and then never tend to it again, it won't show up in the news feed. In addition, OkCupid features a whole section of questions you can answer. This purportedly is to figure out whether your enemies, friends, or a good match with somebody, based on the percentage of questions you both answer the same or answer differently. This, too, will show up in the news feed. So if you log in at 12 o'clock and answer a question, 
that will pop up in the news feed. Ugly person has answered question. Log in at one o'clock and answer another question. Ugly person has answered another question. And so on. Keep adding and being active on the site, and you will continue to be on the news feed and therefore be seen. Now, let's take a slight side journey on the question section of the OkCupid website. These questions range from sexual proclivity, preferences of eating, religious beliefs, scientific understanding, logic puzzles, and stupid why would anyone care about these questions. Here's what you need to know as a user of OkCupid. These questions all come in the same order every time. If you sign up for OkCupid today and start answering questions, and your friend signs up for OkCupid tomorrow and starts answering questions, you and that person are going to see the same questions in the same order. And if you're a new user for OkCupid, they offer a carrot, a tease to get you to answer more questions more rapidly. OkCupid offers suggestions for you when you log on as possible matches. When you first sign up, you're only shown one person. But if you answer a group of questions, that one person becomes two people. And if you answer even more questions, those two people become three. Three suggestions every time you log in, just by answering these questions. So they put these questions in an order, offer you the idea that you'll get to see more results if you answer these questions. And in general, what someone will do is just answer those questions as they're presented to get through them to unlock the more people. This is a bad idea. Because OkCupid knows you're going to do this, they've given some very interesting questions at the very beginning. And some of these questions they've discovered through a lot of research tell you a whole lot about the person. For example, they've discovered that if a woman answers that she enjoys drinking beer, she's more likely to have sex early. How do they know that? I have no idea. But somebody studied it, and someone believed it, and look what it's done so far. Someday we'll find it. The Rainbow Connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. Until then, be aware that you can skip answering some of these questions and still answer 75 of them to unlock all three of your matches. There's even one very early on that asks about how many dates will you go on before you have sex. It's multiple choice, so they give you right away, three to five, five to seven, and so on. Be aware if you say that you will have sex between three to five dates that if you happen to go on three dates with someone, they're going to be looking to have sex. Because that's how you answered your question. So, answer with caution. Or, have a lot of sex. So, that's it. That's the only thing you can do to get noticed on OkCupid. Or, is it? Turns out, you don't have to be honest when you're on the internet. If you have an email address, you can sign up for just about anything. And if you don't have an email address, you can get an email address just about anywhere. Google, Yahoo, Hotmail, Lycos. They all give out free email addresses to anybody who just signs up for one. In fact, Google even has phone numbers. So if you wanted to sign up for a website and didn't want to use your phone number, you could sign up for a Google account, get a Google phone number, then sign up for a new Google account and use your Google phone number as your contact information. Point is, if you're not the type of person to sign in every hour and answer a question on OkCupid, or you just don't want to log in every day and change your perfectly composed profile, you currently know how OkCupid works, which is, the more people who see your profile, the more likely you're going to be considered hot. So, duh, create a fake profile. Warning, do not use this profile for catfishing. Sure, you won't do that. I'm not recommending doing that. What I am recommending is to tip the scales in your favor. And by that, you can do this one of two ways, or both ways. 
One is to create a fake profile using photos of an extremely attractive person of the opposite sex. Now, that doesn't mean doing an internet search and creating a profile with pictures you find there, because it turns out OkCupid has moderators. Sidebar. Sometimes OkCupid sends you an email saying you're attractive, and sometimes OkCupid sends you an email saying, hey, you sure do use the site a lot, how'd you like to be a moderator? What moderators get to do is look at questionable photos on OkCupid and determine whether or not they follow the rules and regulations, the guidelines OkCupid provides in order to have a safe and friendly environment on OkCupid for dating. So if you download a picture of a K-pop model and put her as your main profile photo, somebody's going to look at that photo and say, wait a minute, and they're going to drag that photo into Google image search and find it the same way you did on the internet. They're going to flag that photo as belonging to a popular K-pop artist, and then it's going to be shuffled off to moderators, who are going to do the same thing and say, yeah, this is a GIS. It's not a real person. It's not a real profile. Get rid of them. And then all your hard work of creating a fake profile and stalking the person who isn't emailing you back on your real profile will go down the tubes. Not that you're going to do that, of course. So, don't be moderated. Go on to your Facebook page. I'm sure you've got a lot of friends. And if you don't, you must have at least one friend who does have a lot of friends. You could also just search Facebook for someone's name. Facebook has a search that allows you to search by name and by location. So, for example, if you said kitten in Boca Raton, the search results would show you a list of people named Kitten who live near Boca Raton, Florida. You can bring up Kitten's profile and look at some of Kitten's friends and choose someone who has a lot of nice photos, someone who is considered empirically attractive. One of these people we talked about earlier in the podcast, the scientifically proven good-looking people, not like you or me, or that person who keeps emailing you and visiting your OkCupid profile. Who is that person? And why won't they get the hint that they're ugly and we are not? Sheesh. So, find a Facebook profile of a person who doesn't live near you geographically and isn't friends with one of your friends. Pull a couple pictures and create a fake profile. This person will get a lot of visits on their fake profile because they're an attractive person. And this person will get that OkCupid okay email welcoming them to the attractive person tier. Once that member of the opposite sex reaches the attractive person tier, and trust me, it won't take very long, have that person visit your profile and like it. Just like on Facebook pages or Twitter or while you're sitting on the bus staring at somebody, you have the opportunity on an OkCupid page to click a little star saying, I like this person. If an attractive member of the opposite sex likes your profile, that's a big woo-hoo to OkCupid into thinking you're actually an attractive person. And if a bunch of attractive people like your profile, woohoo even more. So, in theory, you could create a multitude of pulchitudinous people who visit your profile, like them, and then you get bumped up into the attractosphere. Now, let's reel this back a bit. Remember, you're the type of person who doesn't want to log in every hour and answer a question the honest way. Nor do you want to log in every day and update your profile. Are you the type of person to go through this much trouble and create a whole bunch of attractive person profiles just so you could boost your own profile? For the sake of argument, let's say, no, you're not. Another thing you can do is create one fake profile of an attractive person of the same sex as you. See, even though OkCupid doesn't display attractive profile pictures to you if you're in the ugly tier, they still exist, and you can search for those profiles using the OkCupid search feature, or you can actually type in the address of their profile in the address bar of your browser. Here's how it works. Once again, get onto Facebook, find some attractive person from Germany, say, 
and create a profile for this attractive person who is the same sex as you are. You don't need to answer that many questions, and you really don't need to fill out much information in the profile at all. Because people are shallow and are just going to look at the picture and say, whoa, that person has symmetrical features and kind of looks like me. I like them. And they're just going to get a lot of visits because people like to look at pretty people. That fake profile person is going to get bumped up into the attractosphere, unlocking all the attractive profiles that pop up as possible matches for them. So even though you're not being shown these attractive person profiles, your stand-in attractive person profile is. Log in to your attractive person placeholder profile and write down the usernames of these attractive matches that are being shown to the attractive person and not being shown to you. Then go into you, your ugly person profile, and search by profile name. That will bring up this attractive person who you can then write to. Then you can feel the joy of them not writing back. You can then torture yourself by going to your attractive person fake profile and writing to that very same person from your attractive person profile. You'll see how quickly that person writes back. You'll then feel bad about yourself and want to punish that person for not writing real you back. It's a great way to feel bad about yourself, which is the ultimate goal of online dating. Amen. I hope this was helpful to you and I hope OkCupid becomes a sponsor of my podcast based on everything they've just heard. I also hope that you tell all of your friends to listen to this podcast and your enemies. 